morning on a, a time to shift. And one of the things that, that hit me while studying this and reading this is that God will always return back to what he first says. You, you see things that are going on right now the same way you look at styles that were back in the 50s and the 60s coming up now and now it's now they're the same thing. You're seeing shoes that were back then worth $20 now worth $100. It, 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 it God only repeats itself, not in a sense to do anything but to remind us where we need to stay at or where we need to stick to. Because sometimes we can get caught up in doing weird things or get caught up with weird spads and weird ways of things that God always returns back to tell us, get back to be sensitive. Come on, somebody, to get back to being sensitive. Get back to being sensitive with me. Get back, come on, get back to being sensitive to me. And I'm going to the same thing that took place here because I'm telling you, nothing can stop a shift. Nothing can stop the shift. Pharaoh tried to stop the shift. It didn't do it. The Red Sea tried to stop the shift, but it couldn't do it. Come on. The enemy in the, in the wilderness tried to stop the shift, but it couldn't do it. Come on, somebody. Jericho and Jordan, they tried to stop the shift, but it couldn't do it. Jericho tried to stop the shift, but it couldn't do it. I'm ready to tell you tonight, but this morning the walls are coming down. The walls in the line are coming down. Every situation is coming down. God is saying, get ready. Someone say, get ready. Get ready. Get ready, church. Because something tremendous is about to take place that has been taking place. But God wants to instill it to us today. Keep ready. Stay ready. Because it's, some say it's not over. If you got your Bible, turn me to Joshua. Joshua chapter 5, verse 13. Here they had just crossed Jordan, and, and all of a sudden, uh, some tremendous things begin to happen. You know, some tremendous things begin to happen in verse 13 of Joshua chapter 5. It says, And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite of him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or our adversary? Look, 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 at, verse, look at verse 14. So he said, No, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord army said to Joshua, Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Father, thank you for your word, Father. Thank you for your uncut word. That is amen to the truth, O oh God. And I pray right now that as we continue to get into your word, God, that we will grasp everything you have for us as a church and as a family, God. That we would understand uh, what shift is in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. You remember when we first started this, preaching on the time for shift, that we started with Moses. And how God spoke to Moses and told Moses to take off your sandals. We talked about what they, what they represented. That the sandals represent, I'm thinking about my shoes, I was about also, buddy. 
It represented taking off the things that separate you from God. Takes away the things that block you. Take away your sensitivity. Take away the conviction. Take away the place of repentance that stops you from making altar calls, that holds you back from saying, I'm sorry. Those things that keep you from repenting. And if you notice, if you take your shoes off, you can feel the ground. And, and come on, so I'm like, oh, it feels good. You can feel the coldness of the ground. You can feel if there's something, a, a, a pebble on the ground. You can feel there's a sand on the ground. You can feel the cracks. You can feel everything. Because now there's nothing between you and that ground. And Joshua, here, and God's telling Joshua, I need you to understand, you need to get back to being sensitive to me again. I told Moses the same thing, and I'm telling you the same thing, that there's a shift coming, there's something great coming, and if you want to keep it, if you want to keep the shift, you got to stay sensitive. If you want to keep the blessing, you got to stay sensitive. If you want to keep what I give you, you need to stay sensitive to me. You need to take off those things that are getting in the way. Those things that are hindering you, those things that are stopping you, because we're about to get into a fight. And I told you that this fight that you're going to get in, that they were bigger than you and they were stronger than you. And that you couldn't do it on your own. I was honest with you from the beginning. I'm telling you again, you need me. Come on, you need me. And I'm going to let you know that I need God. I need God to do what he's going to do next. I need God in my marriage. I need God raising my kids. I need God in my pastoring. Oh, oh, come on, somebody. I need need God in my leadership. I I need God in my everyday life. I need God in my shift. Tell me, Moses, Moses, what what does God say? God didn't say, Moses, you need to be faithful. Moses, you need to be loyal. Moses, you need to. No, no, he says, take off your sandals. Take off the things that are keeping unsensitive to God. See, all of us have things that try to take away our sensitivity. I would put it like this when your teeth get sensitive, when you drink cold water, oh! Or you're not supposed to eat candy, you eat candy, oh! <laughs> your teeth got so sensitive now, they can feel everything the cold, the hot. Makes you feel it, oh! And that's what God said, I need you to get back to that place. When you're about to do something wrong, oh! When you're about to look at something, oh! When you're about to tell somebody something, oh! When you're about to act up, oh! Come on, somebody! God wants to get back to the place that we are sensitive to Him, sensitive for God, that we don't allow ourselves to become callous. We don't allow ourselves to get callous to God. Because we can't even come to church and be like, hurry up, get over with my tacos. <laughs> I just came to see my son. I just came to see my daughter. I just came to bring my kids and drop them off to get babysit. Where can you go get babysitting for free for a dollar? Come on, somebody. He says, take your sandals off. Take that thing that's keeping you from being sensitive to Moses. Because I'm telling you, excuse me, Joshua, because you have been through some stuff. See, there was a right before this when they were at the Jordan. And they were across the Jordan. There was this prophet named Balaam. And they brought this prophet Balaam. And they said, We want you to come and we want you to curse these people. 
We want you to come and curse these people. And he goes and he finds a place and he says, well, I'm going to come and see what God tells me to do. And he goes and he couldn't curse them, but he blessed them. Because you can't curse what's blessed. You cannot curse. Oh my God. You cannot curse what's blessed. He tried to talk bad, but every time he talked bad, he was talking good. I tell people, even bad publicity is still publicity. Free advertisement. Talk about us. Please talk about us. Because when, you, when we're in your mouth, we know we're still in your heart. Come on, somebody. Talk about us. Because when they be, 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 look at, watch out when they talk good about you. That's what you need to watch out for. Oh. Yeah. Come on, somebody. And, and all of a sudden, he's, he's saying, curse them, curse them. He came and he blessed them. He said, well, maybe if I just get a little further, and let me see, you know, just a little further. And, and let me just see, you know, what they really look like, you know, let me, let me, you know. Uh, but he blessed them again. You cannot stop a shift. You can't curse the shift. Come on, you can't come against the shift. God is doing it, God is blessing his hands in it. And all of a sudden, he blesses them again. And he goes, why don't you go really get a different perspective of this? Let's try to see them over here from this perspective. Regardless of what angle you want to look at me from, regardless of where you want to see me from, you can't curse what's blessed. Come on, somebody. Somebody need to get excited in this place. You cannot curse what's blessed. You are blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. You can't curse what's blessed. You can't stop this shit. You can't stop the God's blessing. You can't come against the God's blessing. God's blessing is on your life. His blessing is on your marriage. His blessing is on your kids. His blessing is on your finances. You can't curse what's blessed. I might have hit a hiccup. I might have hit a bump. I might have fell, but I got back up. But you can't curse what's blessed. Tell me about blessed. Ooh, take a look at Come on, say that to me. I'm blessed. Well, I'm trying to curse him, but he could not curse. What bless? People can talk about all they want. You cannot curse what bless. They tried to stop them before they were about to cross over the Jordan. He crossed the Jordan church. He meets his angel. Angel tells him, come on, if you want to stay, continue functioning the way you should. Make sure you take off those things that are separate you. Those things that hinder you. You notice that a lot of times your shoes get beat up. No matter how much you clean them, you still need to get a new pair. You can paint them, you can stop in the mall and wash them for $3 or free, the next one for $5. They, they, they say that you should get a pair of shoes every six months. That's what they say. That's crazy. I didn't get one every six years. <laughs> Look at I did get one every six years. <laughs> but because your shoes go through stuff. They go through things. So that means that we need to come to God and say, God, I'm coming to the altar because I need to get a, take these sandals off. I need to take these shoes off because I've been through some stuff. 
I messed up some things. My, my mind acted up. My, my heart acted up. My, my wife acted up. My kids acted up. My spouse acted up. And I need to come. And I take this because it's trying to keep me from being some sensitive. It's trying to keep me from coming to you. And it's trying to keep me from lifting up my hands. It's trying to keep me from having a good heart. It's trying to keep me from being what God called me to be. The angel was warning him. And telling him, remember, amen, take your sandals off. The place where you stand is holy. Well, come on, somebody. The place where you stand is holy. He goes on and, and he goes on. He says, he's we're looking for chapter 6. I'm going to jump into this chapter 6. Now, Jer now Jericho was secure. Shut up. He didn't say shut up. He shut up. Like, no one in there coming in and coming out. Because of the children of Israel, none went out and none came in. There was a panic that hit Jericho. It was a fortified city, a fortified place. They were so afraid that they let nobody in and nobody out. These walls, they say, were so thick that three chariots can race on top of it. That's how thick it was. It wasn't just that one brick that we see these walls are down. This was a fortified city. A fortified city. Nothing came in and nothing went out. Look at verse 2. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho unto your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, and all you men of war, you shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six things. He's saying, look here, Joshua, you have done the part. You've took him off your sandals. You've dealt with the things, your insecurities. You've dealt with your fears. You've dealt with your doubts. You've dealt with those things that are keeping you from being hindered, from hindering you from being sensitive to me. I, I understand that you've allowed yourself to be sensitive again. You've allowed yourself to have the fear of God. Come on, somebody. You've allowed yourself to be passionate again. And you practice because you've listened to me. And you are doing what I called you to do. You are allowing the shift in your life to go in a new direction, a new path. He says, look, I give it to you. They're hearing about it. They're hearing the change in your life. They're seeing that God is with you. They're seeing that they had closed everything up. That the king, he goes from the king down to the mighty man, to everything in that place belongs to you. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm telling you right now, God is doing something within your spirit. He's fortifying. Come on, somebody. He's fortifying something inside of you. And he's telling you, I'm with you, son. I'm with you, daughter. Ain't nothing can stop the shift in your life. Ain't nothing can come against you. Ain't nothing can stop the blessing. He goes, I need you to go and I need you to march around this city six times. He goes, I want you to march around six times. No, no, no. You got to catch what's going on here, church. He says, on the seventh, priest shall bear the seventh trumpet of rams. Horns. Before the ark. But the seven days you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpet. And it shall come to pass when the mark they mark a long blast for the ram, a horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the walls of the city will fall down flat. Wow. And the people shall go up. Every man straight before him. Then Joshua the son of Nun came, the priest, and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant. And that seven priests buried the seven trumpets of the ram, horns before the ark of the Lord. I, I, I want you to see this beautiful picture. 
Egyptian slave. Excuse me, I rephrase that. Joshua, slavery in Egypt, excuse me. Here's a, here's a light in captivity in Egypt. Listen to this picture. Moses came because he obeyed God. He obeyed the shift. He obeyed God and said, I got a new direction for you, Moses. I got a new purpose for you, Moses. I got a new vision, Moses. I got something tremendous in your life, Moses. And it goes. And because he responded to God, they brought all of them out of captivity. All Israel came out of captivity. Here's Joshua. Joshua stayed connected to Moses. He stayed on Moses' side and was there for Moses. And God began to develop Joshua in all the different times of his life. All the changes and everything. And Joshua was there. 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 He waited from at the bottom of the mountain. Joshua was there. When he was spoke to him to go fight, Joshua was there. God always prepares a man for a mission. God always prepares a man for something great. Some of you men, God is preparing you. It's not time to run. It's not time to hide. It's not time to get afraid. It's not time to go isolate yourself. It's not time to go take a break. You're in the wrong Bible. You might be reading the Quran. I don't know what's wrong with you. Not, not, not. It's the Bible. Which the person man? This is what we're going with this because I need you to catch this. Because there's going to be a time that you, man, are going to be by yourself. There'll be a time that you're going to be with your spouse, your family, your children, your life. And if you're running dead, you're going to run again. Yeah. Okay. If you're not, I don't care. Listen. I'm preparing you for a battle. I'm preparing you for trials. I'm preparing you for marriage. You can prepare more than you can ever imagine. Now he's standing before God. Take off your shoes. He said, Do they know you're not running? I know you can take a beating. I know you can take instructions. I know you can listen. So I want to see, can you really listen? I'm going to tell you something simple. Because sometimes simple things like, for reals again? But now you do something simple. I'm going to start with taking off your shoes. Take off your shoes. Start with something simple. Take off your shoes. From there, <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. I got you to see this, I got you, I got you to catch this, please catch this. Because after that, you're going to do something very profound and very simple. Where else at? You stand right here.
Each man, each woman here, one woman here, represented a represent a wraparound. He says, I want to need you to go walk around these walls. He said, I want you to walk around. This is what I'm saying. But I don't want you to say nothing. Don't talk, don't shout, don't talk to each other, don't whisper to each other. Don't say, I know he's going to say that next. Don't say nothing. Don't cry, don't complain, don't murmur. You're going to go around six times. Something simple. Something very, see, you can't understand how God works. Okay, you think, well, God, if you tell me to do this, I'll do it. Well, he tells you, just believe. Oh, come on, for reals? <laughs> you tell me to cut my arm off, I'll do it. You tell me to climb the highest mountain and jump off, I'll do it. But then you say, just have faith, come on. It's simple. Oh, come on, somebody. So here's Joshua. Joshua's here. He says, I'm going to need you guys to go around. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Just go around seven, six times. But who's going to be in front of you? Who's going to be leading you? The ark. God's going to go before you. Come on, somebody. God is going to go before you. The ark and the priest are going to before you. We're going to follow behind them. We're going to march around Jericho. March around Jericho. Oh, we're going to march around Jericho. God is going to go first. Because we can't do nothing if God's not before us. Come on, if God ain't first in our life, if God ain't third in our life, if God ain't there, if God ain't the picture, all the work we do is in vain. But if God is in the picture, you can't curse what's blessed. He can talk about us, he can tweet about us, he can Facebook us, but he can indirect us, but God knows. Listen, 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 listen. One day, they go around. Let's go and do a circle really quick and come back to this way. Right here, right front of that. Go that way. Let's make a circle in front. Okay, there you go. Follow around. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Turn now. Come back to the same place. One day, one day, do it six times every day. Don't you think about the third time? Oh man, I see that rock. The same rock was there yesterday. Huh. Do five more times. Do five more times. That was what? You need five more times to finish stopping the fifth one. They're passing by. Say, oh my God. In themselves. This seems dumb. This seems hopeless. This makes no sense. Oh my, there's that turtle again. There's there's, there's that bush right there. Here they're going. Six times around, guys. Listen to what it says. Listen to what it says. You're leaving, so you better make sure we're going to stop at <laughs> And he said to the people, pronounce and march around the city and let them who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. So it was when Joshua had spoken to the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram forth before the Lord advanced blowing the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priest and blew the trumpet, and the rear guard came after the ark while the priest continued blowing the trumpet. 
Listen, now Joshua had commanded the people saying, you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice or shall a, a, a word proceed out of your mouth. And to the day I tell you, he said, I don't want one word coming out of your mouth. I don't want you to doubt. I don't want you to fear. I don't want you to say nothing. No, I need you to be quiet. And I need you to just listen. I need you to be obedient. I need you to be faithful. I need you just to function right now. But I can't be, I don't need you to say nothing. Because I don't want to hear what you have to say. Because I heard from God. And God told me what he was going to do. God told me what was going to happen. I don't need to hear no doubt. I don't hear no fear. I don't want to hear no craziness. Because I know what you went through. And I know what you went through. And I know what you went through. And I know what happened to you. And you want to bring that into power. You want to bring that into shit. You can't do that. You can't bring your fear in this fight. You can't bring your rest in this fight. Because when you do, you stop it. You can't bring what you've been through into the battle. Oh, well, last time this happened, uh, uh, last time we walked the trip. He said, shut up. I am there. In a good way. Look to everybody this Look to your numbers like this. He said because there's gonna come a time. There's gonna come a time that I'm gonna need that mouse. I'm gonna need that voice. I'm gonna need that mouth. There's going to come a time I don't need you to shout to. But right now, it ain't the time. The Lord allow them. Now I need you to get ready. I need you to get ready, church. Because he said, the seventh time we come around this place, we are going to shout. We're going to clap. We're going to rejoice. But I need you not to say nothing until that man comes around. Until that person comes around because something great, something majestic, something beautiful, something mighty, something extraordinary is going to take place. So you got to get ready. You need to get ready. So come on. Let's do this. Come on, baby. Let's march around. Oh, he's going. He's going. He's going. Oh, that's insane. And they come. And they come. And all of a sudden, he says, uh, right there, now somebody give a shout to <laughs>
an earthquake hit. People could always try to disagree or disvalue God. But I'm here to tell you, God knew when God's people are obedient, when the whole body of Christ comes together, when the church believes the vision, the purpose of what God says, there's nothing we cannot do. But with God, all things are what? With God, all things are what? With God, all things are possible, church. Now, the tremendous thing that happened is the walls went down. Listen, some scholars say that, that, that they crumbled just down like rubbish. Some say that the only place that stood was Rahab's house. Oh, come on, somebody. Before I talk about that, everybody's going to have a Rahab in their eyes. Rahab was a heartache. Stood right there. Her family was all up in there. God protected them. They came in and all this stuff happened. They began to conquer and take everything because God was on their side. Just imagine Joshua said, well, I'm going to take off my shoes. I ain't got time for this. I gotta fight right now. This is dumb. I don't wanna march around here seven, six times. I don't wanna do that. I brought me to fight. We're here to fight. See, God tells us to do something weird. And I just have my faith, like, to trust Him, to give, to believe. And we're like, oh, it's crazy. The Bible says that everything went down and the people shouted. So the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpet and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat on the verse 20. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. So said they took. They took the city. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, oxen, sheep, and donkey, and all the edge of the sword. But Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out of the country, go into the harlot's house, and from there bring out the women and all that she has as you swore to her. Amen. See, God hears our prayers. God hears, amen, what we say. God sees everything. God keeps his promises. Amen. God's going to keep his promise with your family, with my family, with our believers. Come on, somebody with our church. Amen. And it goes on, and everything's going to take place. And I want you to move down really quick. Something goes in verse 26. Then Joshua charged them at that time, saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord who rises up and builds this city, Jericho. He shall lay his foundations with the firstborn and with his youngest, and he shall set it. It's gates. Now look at verse 27. This is what I want you to catch. So the Lord was with Joshua, and the fame spread throughout all the country. Listen to this. So the Lord was with Joshua, and the shift was spread throughout all the country. Come on, somebody. There was something profound that they all heard on God. Here comes the man who takes off his shoes. Here comes the man who walks around buildings and they fall down. Here comes the man who walks with Jericho and the waters move. 
Here's the man that tried to curse and he couldn't curse what's blessed. Here's the man who walks through the Red Sea and it opens up. Here's a man who tells Pharaoh to let my people go. He was there when his daddy said it and he said, I'm with your daddy and I'm with you. And I'm going to let you know that God is with us. Come on, God is with you. Stand with me, stand with me, stand with me this morning. My God, God is with you. What are you going to do with the shift in your life now? What are you going to do with the change? What are you going to do with what God has given you? Every head bowed, every eye closed. I want you to begin to analyze that. What am I going to do now? What am I going to do with the precious words that I've been hearing in the last few months? What am I going to do well, God has a lady in front of me and put in front of me as a man, as a woman, as a son, as a daughter, as a believer, as a leader, as a pastor. What am I going to do with this? Am I going to continue making excuses? Am I going to continue trying to find fault? Am I going to continue trying to let fear consume me or am I going to just say, you know what, I'm going to listen to the word. I'm going to take off those things that are separating me. I'm going to get my confidence, I'm going to strengthen that and be strong and courageous, like God told Joshua. I'm going to believe God in His Word. I'm going to be that man that I'm called to be. I'm going to be that woman I'm called to be. I'm going to allow the blessing of God to comfort my life and affect others. I'm going to continue trusting God in every aspect of my life. I'm going to trust with my children, I'm going to trust with my marriage, I'm going to trust with my finances. I'm going to trust God. I'm not, I'm not going to allow anyone else to tell me anything for them. I'm not lifting me, rob me, or take me off track. Because I'm on track now. Come on, somebody, I'm on track now. I'm on track. I'm on track. I'm on track. I wasn't before, but I am now. I am now. And I know God's with me. Because I just found out you can't curse what's blessed. Oh, come on, you can't curse what's blessed. Come on, you cannot curse. I need this God that carried on walls. I need this God that, that saves and changes and delivers and heals and restores and mends. I need that God that can change my life, that put me on the right track. Because I've been going in the wrong place, I'm going the wrong direction. And today I choose to get on the road of Calvary, the road of salvation, the road of healing, the road of deliverance. Yes, this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. 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 And you hear this in Master, I've fallen away. I've drifted away. I need to come back. I'll come back to the cross. I need to come back to the cross. I need to come back because I feel that that's bad in here. You don't love me, tell you he's not mad at you. He loves you. The Bible says that the Father right there, he has a, 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 a code for you, and he's going to embrace you, he's a ring for you, and he's going to destroy the father's cast for you, because he's going to have a party for you, because he loves you. He says, Father, my son is back. My daughter's back. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is Come back to the cross. Come back to the promise. I'm not mad at you. 
Hallelujah. Oh, you're here, Mr. Pastor. God spoke to me. I need to stay being sensitive to him. I need to stay being sensitive to him. I need to stay. I need to stick it out. I can't be running. I can't be. I need to continue staying while I'm trusting God in his word. Because I want to be built up to the man I want that God called me to be. That I will love myself to him everything he wants of me because one day I want to have pressure all for myself. One day I want to be leading. One day I want to be doing something great. And I need to be able to stand out. Able to stand now on the pressure that I'll have in my life. That's you this morning. You lifted up your hands. God spoke to him. I want you to come. I want you to come. Come down. Can I just place the altar? Come down. Hands came from over there. Hands from over there. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God spoke to you. Come, come down now. Hallelujah. 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 As we humble ourselves before God, that's what God can do the impossible. We lay down all the walls and we lay everything down. That's what God can do in the world. The reason why the walls of Jericho they have a, a heavy symbolic meaning there. Sometimes we put walls up. Sometimes we lay walls up while we're with God. And God's saying, tear those walls down. Don't you? Don't, there's no time to have those walls. Because nothing's coming in and nothing's going down. You're staying stuck. You're staying safe. And there's, you're not feeling the conviction. You're not, but when you allow those walls to come down, oh, you become sensitive to God. You become emotional. You become you become God fearing. You become you become different, and that's what we want. We want our walls to come down so that we would become different. That we would leave this place a different man, a different woman, a greater man, a woman of God. And God's saying, "I see you, son. I see you, daughter. I see your hearts. The walls are coming down. I can see the inside. And I want to give you a strength to stand. I'm going to give you a strength to fight." I'm going to give you a strength to believe. I'm going to fortify you again. But this time, you're going to get stronger than you've ever been. When you leave this place, and you're going to know that you have been shifted by God. And God is on your side. And people are going to see it. And people are going to know it. And they're going to know that you've been with God. And God has been with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, just begin to get a hold of God. Hallelujah. 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 Watch your repentance happen. You say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. Devil, you're a liar. I rebuke you from my mind and from my heart. I am free. I am shifted. In the name of Jesus. I am free, I am restored, and I'm strengthened, and I am blessed. You cannot curse what's blessed. 
Come on, give the Lord a great clap of Hallelujah. 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 Just stay with God. I'm going to pray with you right now. I'm going to believe God for you. I'm going to pray and ask God to speak to you and touch you. Listen closely. We need to learn to just stay away from the evil. Stay away from those things that get us caught up. Plug into a church. Read your word and trust God. Let God use your life. If it's not over, it's going to get better. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Church, I think you see your hands this way. Help us pray. As we begin to get a hold of God.